Hello and welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is the super talented artist, you model too, right? Right? Yes. Tanisha, thanks for coming to The Sanctuary. Thank you for having me. Right. So, uh, I think I'll start with, I don't know, let's start with the modeling one. Which one came first, like painting or modeling? Which one came first? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think think modeling actually i mean unless you count like finger painting <laughs> yeah that counts you know, <laughs> okay that's well then painting started. painting <laughs> <laughs> so um like uh ha, ha, i'm guessing you you know you're always painting but like when did you grow from i'm um, finger painting and showing stuff to my parents and my friends siblings to okay i really actually want to paint something um, probably in high school, uh, I had a really great art teacher, um, and they inspired me and were, they always encouraged me to keep creating and, um, something that they always told me was to never throw anything out. So I, I never really felt confident in my artistic abilities until, um, like high school, I would say. So that art teacher really helped me. Um, hone in on my abilities and um, made me kind of um, see my passion for it as well. Um, yeah, so probably around 14, 15, that age. What other things would you paint then? <clears throat> um, so it was like an art class. Uh, so each class we'd have different sessions um, and different topics and we would do a lot of um, uh, like bringing objects from home and then placing them in front of us or in either drawing, sketching or painting them. Um, and then we would also um, go outside and like go to places around our town um, and sketch landscapes, ponds, architecture. So I guess I was exposed to all different kinds of um, objects <laughs> when mm. I first started. Yeah. So, and Your I still child. don't. Pardon? Yeah. No, go oh, ahead. Well, I still don't like say that I paint just landscapes or I paint just portraits or I paint just flowers. I, I like to be broad. And I, I think that's one of the blessings in art is that you can do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Right. You mentioned town, like, wasn't this in Halifax? No, so I, I grew up in Middleton in the valley. Um, so that town, I, when I grew up there, the population was less than 2,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very small town. Right, right, yeah. right. How was that growing up for you? Um, I, I think that I learned a lot um, growing up in a small town, um, like where when everyone knows each other um there's no secrets um there but there's also like a really nice tight-knit sense of community um so i think that there's certain values that i have from growing up in a small community like that um that i wouldn't necessarily have growing up in a big city like you could go to your neighbor for anything you, you wave to everybody walking down the sidewalk or driving down the highway 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, I completely understand. I, I grew up in so, relatively small. Well, I grew up in so many places. I moved a lot, but I wasn't in a small town once. And yeah, yeah, you know, you get that kind of vibe. Yeah. Um. So, did you now like do any arts in say university or? That was it for high school? Uh, all self-taught. I mean, you can learn a lot online as well. Um, I'm still looking into getting into NASCAD just to dip my toes into that community and see what connections I can make. Um, but I don't think you need a degree or any education to be an artist whatsoever. At what point did you know, <laughs> okay, I'm an artist now? Uh, at the point that I had the confidence to say that, so maybe I've been an artist since I started creating art, but I didn't feel like an artist until I started doing it like more often, more full, not necessarily full time because I'm still doing it as a part time job, but uh, or a side business, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I felt the confidence to say that I was an artist when I started my business back in February. Um, but maybe I thought that I was an artist a little bit before then, too. Right. <laughs> so, right, right. yeah, there's no so fine like, line, you, really. Right. Because so like, it's to you, you're an artist. And then you now introduce the, you know, your business to the world exactly. in February. Yes. But like, yeah. How okay, so I mean, I'm still in the art part now, but like, how was last year for you? March, everything kind of shut down. How was that experience for you? Yeah, I, I didn't take it too well. Um, well, why not? Uh, uh, being isolated and um, working from home and being overworked from home uh, it took a toll on me emotionally and I found myself in like a really dark place and that's when I started focusing more on my art because um, at that time I was unable to work I could barely take care of myself like I wasn't really getting out of bed or feeding myself Um, and then so when you hit rock bottom like that um, I I obviously got help Um, and, um, the, the way that I got out of that rock bottom was, um, creating art. Um, so yeah, last year, um, I had to kind of take some time off work. Um, and that gave me some more time to kind of clear my mind and be able to be in a place where I could pick up a paintbrush and create something because I could barely get out of bed um yeah so yeah art kind of saved me or got me out of that rough place mm. yeah i can art is powerful art is uh life-changing personally mm. and what you know doesn't even matter the type of art just creating stuff does things to you and mostly good things mm, um, it's therapeutic right right mm. exactly exactly so, um, do you, do you do any digital art at all, or it's just like painting? Right I'm on looking and... into that. <laughs> so I actually have um, like a my kitchen cupboards double as a whiteboard, and I have like next investment 
iPad and digital pen to do digital art. So I'm going down that alley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you tried it at all before? Like maybe. Uh, I use paint. <laughs> do you know what paint is? Like. If anyone knows what digi digital art is and paint is, they're laughing right now. <laughs> it's very basic. That's what I'm saying, like MS Paint. It like... comes with your computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so no. There is really. a guy, though. There is a guy on Twitter, and I know I was knocking Twitter Ella, but there's a guy. His name is Jim, I think. On And he's in England or something, or UK, wherever. But okay. he makes amazing paintings on paints. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I'll try and find it and send it to you. Like I'll try and find his thing and say. He, he, I think he come. His thing is Jim will paint it or something. It's okay. My I'll have to check that. that out. Right, right, right. So like, yeah, don't don't knock paints. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my issue is like using a mouse to make art is just not right. my forte because I'm left-handed and I'm using my right hand with my oh! mouse. Oh. <laughs> I Wait, think isn't that's... there a way you can switch the thing? There is, I think, right? But then like, I it... can't use my left hand with the mouse because I was trained to use my right hand. Oh, so it's it's worse that way. So I need to get like a pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that thing they call Procreate? Right, that's the thing on Apple on iPad. Procreate. I think that's what. I that... think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what all yeah. those. Anyway, it, I'm so envious of people that can paint. I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's the one. Like I don't know how to do it. I don't I mean, understand. <laughs> I, you know what? You're gonna people are gonna say, "Oh, like anyone can paint," and that is not true. Like we need to be honest, right? Like you know, I think when you're a kid and you paint or draw your family, and they're like, "That's the best painting in the world." It's cool, but when you're like. 18 and 19 we should just be honest with people like although although art is subjective so so there's mm, that <laughs> yeah it, def it depends what you define as painting because sometimes right. i just throw some paint on a canvas there's one there's one you had and i think it's in your stories um where you did this spiral but like you kind of showed mm. the process and it was like you kind of create these three like a tripod and the thing was going in circles mm -hmm. Like when you're creating your stuff, how do you come up with? Oh, this is what I want to do. Do you like so, pick, draw it somewhere or what? Yeah, that's something I'd seen on Instagram previously. So that's actually called um, oh jeez, uh, it's not spiral painting, but it's something like that. Um, and a lot of people have done that before, and I just wanted to try it. Uh, my engineering was not perfect, <laughs> but. <laughs> It, it worked. Was, it looked great. Right, 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 right. So you had to do it twice, or did you have two of them dripping at the same time? Because it was no, like pink. No, so, and... so what I did was I covered the whole canvas in like a white layer, and then I poured in both the white and blue at the same time and just kind of spun that pop bottle on the, the strings um, into a circle. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched this show Lost is really old. Oh, yes, yes. The whole thing. <laughs> oh, well, then, you know that there was an, an, an episode, a season where they were like trying to either go back to the island and then there was someone like they had to go on this thing. It was like making kind of like a spiral thing and it was showing them the coordinates where they were supposed to go. Do you remember this oh, episode? Okay. 
Yeah, when I saw that, that's what I thought of. I was like, huh. Oh, okay. Also, mm-hmm. um, whenever you make arts, like, y- you just kind of prepare yourself that it's going to, you're going to get stained and stuff. Do you have, like, a outfit you wear to paint or it's like, whatever? Uh, so I have, like, some designated painting outfits, but then sometimes <laughs> I'll get really inspired uh, at random times and forget to change, so... What I'm wearing becomes a new paint outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> okay, and another thing I usually ask people that paint and draw and stuff is like, especially with your type of painting that's more abstract, how do you know it's done? Oh, I don't know it's done until like I sell it. I don't sign it until I sell it either. I don't oh. consider it done until someone else is like, oh, I like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Huh. That's that's. A I don't approach. think. Yeah. Not. I don't. I haven't seen it done before that way. But it's just how I feel. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. How do you price your things? Your your work. Like, is it the size or the work that went into making it? Um. It's the size. It's the work that went into it, and it's also the materials. Um. And then I've also like compared with other local artists who kind of do similar things and use similar um, products, so or supplies. Mm. So yeah. Hmm. So I don't know if you know of of head of NFTs. Oh yes. Yep. Yep. Um. That's a digital currency art. Yeah. Yeah, it's like art and it's like video and it's like selling for millions mm. and millions of dollars. And like, if yeah. I'm an artist, if I can make anything, that's what I'm going to be doing now. Just put everything mm-hmm. and call it an NFT and like people sell. And, and this is kind of, I, I guess, you know, where I have to step back and look at the bigger picture where art is concerned, right? Because when it comes to pricing or like, it's, it's again subjective. So, so you one person might be like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy this thing for hundred bucks," and another person like, "Man, that's like two thousand dollars or whatever the amount is." You know. So, as an artist, do you ever feel like, um, <laughs> when you're being commissioned to make something, that you're making it for the person or you're making it for yourself? Do you know what I mean? Like, even if it's going for someone, like, do you ever have that? Is it for this person or is it for me? <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I start something or when I get a commission? When you get a commission. When I get a commission, it's definitely for them. Um, okay. But also I'm still adding my own flair and my own touch to it. And it's not like I'm painting something like, oh, this is for this person. Like I'm still <laughs> enjoying it and creating for myself. Right. Um, but I'm also like keeping them in mind while I'm creating because it's something that that they've requested and I want it to be special for them. Right, 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 right. Okay. I want to leave out for a while. Let's talk about modeling. How did that one start? Um, That one started just by me modeling with, uh, for friends that had cameras way back in high school, I would say around the same age that I started art. (laughs) Yeah. Like 14. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why you had an issue deciding which one came first. Okay, I see. Yeah. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And how was that experience? Like, how's it been so far, right? You know, starting till now, what have been some changes you've noticed <clears throat> when right. it comes to modeling? Well, starting out, it was just for my friends, just messing around in front of the camera. 
um, playing around with different concepts, just like the very basics, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, I had stopped for a while um, just because I um, was going through high school and we all have our change in hobbies. <laughs> and then um, I think I started again when I moved to Halifax. So when I moved from the Valley to Halifax is when I started doing modeling again. Mm. Um, and the experience, so when I moved to Halifax, I started working with professional photographers, people who classify themselves as photographers, not just friends with cameras. Right, um, right, right, right. And it was definitely a change because, uh, you know, you have to learn a lot. Um, you have to, like, learn how to pose, learn how to interact with people. Um, you, you're, it's just like a different level. You have to be professional as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you did answer it the question was like okay. you know changes you've noticed over time and you have yeah. answered you know there's a difference between shooting for your friends and then shooting for, for oh for sure uh, yeah exactly but like, how do you decide who you work with though um how do i decide so i look at their previous work um i look at who they've worked with um the quality of their work um also look at how they show their models like you can tell a lot about somebody just by how they take photos i think um like for example does the model look empowered um and also their style um mm. because every photographer has different styles so that's how i choose mm. and then okay so a photographer reaches out to you and is like, oh, man, I love your photos you did with X person. Let's shoot. What happens from then till you get your photos? Mm -hmm. um, so lately, um, like the past, I would say, month or so, I haven't been doing shoots with new photographers uh, just because of the pandemic. Right. Um, but before then, um, I, right now I have a list of pending photo shoots so i would add them to that list and then we would discuss further after i get to their name <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so let's just let's just say no pandemic um is this a photographer's turn what happens then uh what happens then so yeah. we would discuss a concept um and what I like to do is kind of meet in person in a public place to discuss concepts, mm -hmm. maybe have a coffee or something, just get to know each other and get a feel for each other if it's a brand new photographer. Mm -hmm. But um, even before then, um, I'll look at their page if I haven't shot with them before. I might even ask a couple other models like, hey, have you shot with this person before? Um, what was your experience like? How'd you feel? Um, what were the photos like? Um, yeah, uh, ask around. You can even ask other photographers about the photographer, like someone you trust. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, and then we would discuss the concept. Um, sometimes there's a contract involved. Um, usually on their end, I, I don't have a contract as of yet, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on it's, if it's like a collaboration or a paid opportunity, um, then we can, we'll discuss those details and yeah. And then on the day of the shoot? On the day of the shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens on the day of the, sh- of the shoot? Uh, we usually meet somewhere and take photos. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, like with it, when you see, you know, with it coming up with the concepts and stuff, right? Um, is it more you or more the uh, the photographer? So it definitely depends. Sometimes there's a f- photographers like looking for models for certain concepts, and sometimes there's models looking for photographers um, for their concepts that they have in mind. So sometimes there's already something in mind. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's an equal collaboration, or sometimes it's yeah, it's it's really anything. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's great. Um, and and now, um, what's like the average time when it comes to shooting? Like, how long are you? The average on time. Set? Yeah. Um, I think like the most common shoot is like an hour, two hours, but it can vary. Sometimes you can go for a photo shoot on your lunch break, and it's only like ten or twenty minutes. Uh, sometimes you go for a photo shoot and you travel somewhere to do it um and you go to multiple locations and it can last a full day Mm. so it really depends on what you're going for Mm. Mm. and um last year last year two years ago anyway at some point a couple of months ago months should cover that um there was this thing that was happening on instagram and then um someone was calling out experiences they had with a photographer and then other people mentioned that oh wait they had the same experience with this photographer it was a mm-hmm. negative experience what's your reaction to that and why do you think something like that happens um so i think that the people that spoke out are very brave for doing so um and i think that it's really important that people listen to people and people listen to each other when something like that occurs um, it, it definitely happens a lot. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people aren't aware of and maybe new models might not be aware of. Mm. Um, yeah, so, um, it's, it's sad that that happens, but it, it does happen. And I guess some things that you can do to make sure that that doesn't happen to you or maybe a model that you know is to reach out to people that they've worked with previously, kind of do your research. Um, If you're a new model, you know, you don't just have to go with some random photographer for free photos. There's many other options. Um, And like, although someone may seem established, um, that might not be the truth. Um, they might not be professional um, and there's always like if you're looking to get photos for free for like a TFP there's a lot of options that are public like public walks like the photo walks I don't know if you've ever heard of those no what um, are those so there's there's a group on Facebook called photo walk photo walk Atlantic um, and they do like group um models and photographers they walk around in public around a city um usually halifax and they 
So it's a group of models and a group of photographers, and it, it's an opportunity for them to um, share their knowledge and experience, or maybe it's a new photographer and a new model um, in a group of other experienced photographers and experienced models, and they can take photos of each other and collaborate, and you can get free photos that way. And uh, I find that like public atmospheres and atmospheres with other like well-known photographers and models are safer um, when you're first starting out. And especially if you're first meeting a photographer, you could also ask them to come to that kind of group or, you know, also meet in a public place. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to say like, when you're modeling, um, if you feel uncomfortable with somebody, you need to speak out um, because uh, I, I feel like um, other people should be aware of what you felt. Um, and by other people, that could be the person who photographed you or, you know, someone you feel comfortable telling. Um, it doesn't have to be Instagram or the world. Um, and it's also okay to have boundaries when you're in a fo photo shoot with a photographer, especially if it's one-on-one, -on -one because um, the dy dynamic between a model and a photographer in a photo shoot is one where the photographer really has the authority and the power because the model's typically in a vulnerable position, or maybe it's a boudoir shoot where she's not fully clothed, and maybe... The photographer doesn't see it that way, but the model is in a vulnerable position, um, and mm -hmm. the photographer is in a position of power. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, like you said, super brave of the people to come out, speak up. Uh, but um, the advice they've given is really, really helpful. Because something uh, one would notice is um, everyone is speaking up about. X accounts, X accounts will shut down and Y accounts will open. And it's pretty mm -hmm. much the same person. So, you know, when you kind of have that guideline of just getting to know the person, keeping things in public, you're keeping yourself safe. But I think, you know, apart from doing that, you know, it shouldn't always be about the model being careful. And it should like, there are some things you shouldn't just do, right? Because this person is putting mm -hmm. their trust and you know they're putting their trust in you in like i'm here to do something let's just do that thing and that's it like you yeah. don't need to add any extras to what you guys have agreed to do this is what it is get it done and like you know move on and if if anyway just it's just my two cents um it was a bad experience and since you know you you do a lot of modeling i just want to hear your thoughts on that let's go to okay i'm gonna say this actually i'm not gonna say it what is your company called oh uh it's Cré de lune gallery Cré yeah, de lune. I, and i was gonna say <laughs> Cré de lune yeah um, that's right what oh cool uh why did you choose that name um, and okay. uh what do you love about about that name um, so I chose that name because it's kind of a play on words from the original song, uh, Claire de Lune by, uh, Debussy, uh, Claude Debussy. Uh, so it's a classical, uh, 
French piano instrumental. Um, you've probably heard it before, but didn't really know the name because it's in a lot of movies. Um, and uh, I chose that name. Be I really like the word create. Um, and although it's in French, uh, my slogan on my website is uh, create your world. And um, what I mean by that is like, fill your life with beauty, fill your life with how you want it to look. And, but there's another side to that that means like, um, are you unhappy in your life, in your world? And why are you unhappy? And what can you do to change that? Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes that's adding stuff to your life and sometimes it's taking stuff away. Um, yeah, so that's the meaning behind the name. Totally love that. Um, one of the things I also love about your website is the page Local Love. Mm. Why was that important for you to add? So, like I said, um, I'm from a small town and community has always been really important to me. And um, I think that a strong community is um, how growth in your province and and your economy is created and generated. So when you're supporting and uplifting other community members, organizations and businesses, like you're growing together and that's really what it is. Yeah, yeah, I really love yeah. that page. Um, and another one is the virtual lessons. How uh, did you come up with that? How does that work? Um, so I got the idea from a lot of people doing uh, virtual cooking shows or cooking, like recipes it's all good <laughs> do you need to get that okay no 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 it's fine <laughs> okay um yeah so <laughs> i'll wait it's all good got it okay so um a lot of people were doing virtual like cooking lessons so i thought why not do painting lessons virtually so that would involve either the individual um getting the supplies themselves or me sending them a little package, which would be a little bit of an extra charge um, mm. and doing a little pour painting virtually. Uh, yeah. So that's how I got that idea. Mm. So um, what, what things would you be painting? Like would they decide what they want to paint when they get the package or how does it work? Yeah, so when they book the session, then we would talk about it a little bit first and see kind of what they would like to paint, whether it's sort of more realism, more just like acrylic with a paintbrush. A lot of people want to try the pouring method, so that's mainly what they would request, um, the abstract of pour pouring. Um, yeah, that's usually a big one. Yeah, let's talk about those paintings. Because, like, when I initially saw them, I thought, like, if I have a friend that does resin, I think that's what it's called, resin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I initially thought that was what it was, but that's not mm -hmm. what it is, right? Mm -hmm. No, so it's not resin. I use a, a gloss varnish. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that approach. Because, like, it gets there quicker. It's not, like, resin. Like, I, I can't recall the process they do, but... It just seems so tedious. I'm lazy. Yeah. I just want to get to the thing as Same. fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I 
but I remember when they were telling me what they were doing with resin. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, um, resin seems very detail oriented. I saw them using like a torch and going over every <laughs> single part. I'm like, no, I'm right. I'm not a detailed oriented person when it comes to my art, and that's why I love pour painting so much, is because it's you just pour it on. <laughs> Like when you pour it on, you kind of have an idea of what shape you're going for, right? Uh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. So sometimes <laughs> I'll use a technique, and sometimes I'll just see what happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So there are techniques, and then there are times where I just kind of go with the flow, literally. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, man, I'm having such a good time. Like I'm gonna <laughs> let you go, but but before I do. I want to ask this, though, because, like, you know, in your caption, something like, you know, of your pretty photos of your work, of yourself. But one thing that really stands out for me are the captions. And more often than not, most of those captions have, like, positive things. But mental health and um, mental health, let's start with that one. Mental health is really important to you. Why do you share that when you, when you, especially in your stories? Oh, I think it's really important to share because Instagram is just life highlights. Like your entire Instagram is your highlights of your life, basically. And I think it's important to share the parts that aren't so good as well, because that's everyday life and everyone experiences at some point in their life, some sort of mental health issue. Um, And I think it's important for people to see like, everyone goes through this and you're not alone um and that's why i'm so open about it and a lot of people are shocked about how open i am especially in the workplace um and i think it's something that um the pandemic has definitely um shone a light on mental illness and the importance of supports being in place um but i still think there's more work to be done and needs to be normalized so that's Mm -hmm. why i'm always talking about it <laughs> mm, mm. yeah you know like uh and you do that in your i guess highlights the one called healing yes yeah yes, yeah. yeah i need to update that <laughs> thanks for the <laughs> reminder <laughs> <laughs> but like okay i'm gonna let you go with this though i mean i know you say instagram is highlights mm-hmm. but like every time even in your fashion one is mostly dresses like, how do you dress for winter, though? For winter? Yeah. Uh, layers, pantyhose, boots, thigh highs. Thigh highs are really warm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like... I just, oh, oh. I just don't like wearing jeans. <laughs> what did jeans ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> They're just not comfortable. And also, like, uh, I, I don't want to say I'm plus size because I'm still straight size. Like, I'm in the, the straight size... Uh, category but I am curvy and jeans I don't know like I don't know how curvy girls like me wear jeans all the time like I can't do it it's just not comfortable right right I don't think jeans were made for women (laughs) oh you know what there is a I think it was a tv show or youtube like you know I have some more time on my hands but it was a skit right and then the skit was that uh, these men had a meeting and then they wanted to make life really miserable for women and then everyone had ideas and it was great but then 
the idea that they went was like uh pants mm. <laughs> without pockets <laughs> yeah like fake pockets most right. jeans, a lot of pants have fake pockets right 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 why would like, they do that to us <laughs> I, I, when i was watching it I, I didn't get it and then a friend of mine just explained that yeah you know like you know you get pants and there are no pockets and i was like it's a celebration when you get pants with pockets. So yes. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think it's 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 something nice too. Um, I'm gonna let you go with this one though. I know I said it three times now. <laughs> Your headphones, like those ones. Do you game? Mm, yeah, I with used, the, with the, with I used the... to game. I used to play oh. league. Yeah. All right, yep. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> Tanisha, first off, thank you so much for sharing your art and talking about, you know, experiences you have with modeling and also for coming to the sanctuary today. Thank you for having me. It was really nice chatting.